Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Head to lovegreyhounds.org.nz for everything that you want to know about New Zealand greyhounds. And uh, we're going to learn a lot more right now because we're about to talk to uh, a young fellow by the name of Riley Evans, just uh, 20 years of age, uh, turned uh, last December, and now he is uh, a young greyhound trainer of his own right, uh, having basically taken over training from his mum and dad. Uh, Riley, uh, thanks very much for joining the show. Uh, you're a busy boy today. You've got a number of dogs in today at Addington, I see. Yeah, sure am. Um, got quite a few in the last two races. Um, not too much early on, but yeah, we're, we're, we're really busy towards the end. Yeah, I've got you uh, as having at least, one, two, three, four, uh, about uh, 14 uh, dogs running around today. Pretty much uh, all uh, named Gold Star something. Tell us a wee bit about the Gold Star as- aspect of it. Uh, so Gold Star goes back a long way, about 15, 20 years from when Dad trained uh, with a harness trainer and uh, we had a, a, a horse called Three Gold Stars and then she, we um, bred, a, bred a horse out of her and then he ended up getting called Gold Star Invasion and uh, ever since then the Gold Star thing sort of stuck and uh, three, her, her name was Three Gold Stars and she was named after the Three Gold Stars on the um, on the Spates bottle. So pretty much that's where it all started from. Oh, wow, that is a good story and I can relate to that, yeah. I can promise you. Yeah. Hey, hey, Riley, yeah. uh, you're only 20 uh, and as you say, it goes back a long way with uh, mum and dad. Uh, a lot of people would assume you're born into it. Um, have you always just been a greyhounds person? What, what, what about other things growing up? Um... Mostly, it was, I just followed followed whatever mum and dad sort of did, and then I did the horses, um, helped out with them. I was only young, so I couldn't really do too much. But then, ten years ago, when they got into the dogs, it was it was a bit easier for me. It's a lot easier to to walk a dog around than what it is a horse. So, um, over the years, I've just slowly um, stepped up and helped more and more. So. Yeah, pretty much just since mum and dad had been doing the dogs, that's all I've sort of wanted to do. And there, there was a point where I didn't really maybe want to do it, be a, a greyhound trainer, and I looked at doing a building apprenticeship. But um, right. I started doing that, and I, I didn't really like that too much. So then the the, the obvious option was to go and be a um, greyhound trainer, and now that I'm doing that, I, I won't do anything else. Oh, that's great. that You've got a real passion and a love for it, uh, Riley. How many, how many dogs in the kennel? Uh, I think there's just over 50 racing and then we've got a couple litters of pups and brood bitches and, and our own pets and that. So what, just to enlighten us, uh, what is a typical day for, you know, or the, a kennel that size? What's what's a typical day for, for you? Um, um, say a non-race day, a non-race day. A non-race day, so that's a Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday for us and our Sunday is normally our most relaxed day of the week. We don't normally gallop many of them. Uh, or, or any, but like on a, on a Wednesday, that's uh, clean up the van. Um, like we go out at uh, eight o'clock odd on a Wednesday. It's seven o'clock on a race day, just so we can get sorted and get away. But yeah, on a Wednesday, we'll get go out at eight and then and hose all the feed all the dogs, hose the kennels out, and just tick away, gallop a few, uh, and then wash um, and 
kick dogs over for, for the next few days racing and then feed up around 2 o'clock. And then once we feed up, it's sort of all three of us chance to maybe tidy up some kennels, get some mowing done, some spraying, just the odd jobs that, that need to be done to keep the place running. Interesting. So um, when you say you gallop them, um, and, and you know the, the training of them is an interesting thing for me. I mean, you know, uh, we know quite a lot about the dog, uh, the horse training side of things. But when you say you gallop them and, and train them, what are we talking about there? Uh, it sort of depends. Like it depends on how far the dog is along. Like if they're a race dog, we've got a three hundred meter long um, straight track, and they run beside the bike, that uh, motorbike down there, and. Um, so the, the race dogs will normally go down there, but then we have a um, challenging lane with a drag lure, um, and that's just so, sort of for the pups so that they can chase that and, and they can learn how to how to chase, just similar to what um, goes on at the track. So it mostly just depends on how far along the dog is, and, and that sort of de- um, determines what we do with them. Riley, there's uh, two types of greyhound tracks. Of course, there's the circular ones that we're so familiar with in New Zealand, but they have straight ones in Australia. What... What do you make of them? Could we try a straight greyhound track in New Zealand? I think there's a place for it. Um, obviously, from what I've seen and heard, the straight tracks are a lot safer. So that's something I'm definitely, definitely interested in because um, we all want to take our dogs home. We love them all. So the main thing is making sure we take them all home. So the we, me, mum and dad, we all like having our long distance dogs and the 700 metres and dogs and the stayers and that. So that's obviously going to be something we'd have to sacrifice racing if uh, we want to do the straight tracks. But we've sort of cut back on a few of our stayers and we've gone mostly to sprinters now. So if, if we were to put a straight track in New Zealand, it'd something, be something we definitely went to. But I think I'd probably maybe need to research it a little bit more, more myself. Dad's done a bit on it, but it's something that I'm definitely um, keen to just see and, and learn a bit more information about and go from there. But I'm definitely definitely for um, maybe a little change to as long as the dogs are um, coming off safe and if it means we're going to a straight track, then hey, that's what we need to do. There is another side to Riley Evans, of course. Uh, there always is. Uh, you're only 20, but uh, man, you're passionate too about uh, stock car racing. We understand, and you won the mini stock championship last year. Yeah, I sure did. I um, I started in 2018, and, and me and Dad picked it up real quick. He used to race before I was born, so um, I never really got to see him race. I was too young, um, and he gave that up to for um, so that he could raise a family. And then I sort of begged him, begged him um, to get one. So then we ended up getting one, and then sort of slowly just made my way to the top, and and sort of won almost everything you can win in that class. And then um. Yeah, won the New Zealand Champs just nearly a year ago it was. And then um, about three or four months ago, we, we made a step up to, it's called the Super Stocks, and, and they're the biggest, one of the biggest, best things you can race in New Zealand. They're 500 horsepower, in, uh, naturally aspirated, and they're full contact. So it hurts a little bit, but it's a hell of a lot of fun. So it's, it's quite good. Me, Mum and Dad, we all do that. And then we go, we have a barbecue there and all, all my friends do that. And then a few of the other greyhound trainers, they sponsor me and, and it's a good thing for all of us. We um we can go there and, and for the night we can sort of take our head away from, from the dogs, which I feel is, is quite important, um, just to give us our own time to relax and do our own thing. Because as much as we love it, you don't want to be consumed a bit, um, by it all the time. Um, just give yourself a little break. So... Yeah, we, we love it, and, and it gives us something else to do. 
Man, it sounds like you've got a hell of a cool life, uh, particularly with mum and dad alongside you. Uh, look, we cannot let you go, Riley, without at least tipping us uh, a couple of possibilities today. You've got a pretty big team in there at Addington. Just give us your best two, if you can, please. Uh, two, OK. Um, I do really like Dogstar Zagar off the one in the last. He's been going quite good, and, and he's one of my best pups from, from American Warrior. And um, he's got some good form, and he's slowly trying. He's slowly making it click. So he's got the draw he needs off one. Um, so he's probably one of my one of my best today. And then um, I do like Over and, and Race Eleven off the five. She, she's one last start, and she's slowly getting her form back. And, and I, I feel like she can go. She can go back to back today. The, um, the okay, only right, danger. Hey, I really, yeah, yeah. Go on. Oh, the only danger I really see in that race is, is the seven homebush Jeff Rowe, but but yeah, he, he's off seven and, and seven's a bit of a tricky trap, but yeah, I think she's a good chance. Cool. Uh, Riley, thanks for those tips, but more importantly, thanks for giving us an insight into the life of, uh, of, of Riley Evans and uh, um, just uh, w- what a great go you're, you're making it uh, at the age of just 20 and uh, you, you mean to stay in it for a long time. It's been fascinating catching up with you, mate. Good luck today at Addington and uh, going ahead in the future. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, mate. Have a good one.